0: All right, that's the great sounds of Mr. Ronnie Baker Brooks. And Ronnie Baker Brooks is uh, one of the hottest blues rock guitarists and vocalists and performers around. That album was produced by his good friend Jellybean Johnson, and we all know Jellybean. And, of course, uh, Ronnie Baker Brooks is a good friend of ours and has been here on The Upper Room with Joe Kelly. And he's getting ready to come eastward. To put on, uh, I think three shows with the next few days, and uh, he's coming to Connecticut. And right now, without further delay, we welcome Mr. Ronnie Baker Brooks. How you doing, Ronnie? Got you there, Ronnie. How you doing? All right, Joe. What's happening, man? Yeah, pretty good. You know, still still playing that six strings. Yeah, real man. strong.
1: Yeah, Yeah, too.
0: <laughs> so, so the gold digger is is all ready to come eastward yeah yeah you're looking forward to you got some big things
1: going yeah we're yeah coming out their way for the for the week and, and try to make some noise man <laughs> now uh you you've got uh wednesday
0: we were talking off air you've got a really uh big festival coming up yeah. in uh bethlehem pennsylvania oh what kind of festival y- you uh playing on wednesday
1: it's uh actually it's a, a lot of types of music it's a, you know all types of music going on they got several stages and, uh, you know, they're featuring the blues uh, on one of the, the main stages uh, Wednesday night, and I'm, I'm playing on it. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. They say it's a huge festival. I've never played it before, but, uh, you know, I'm hearing things about it, so I'm uh, kind of excited to get there. And this summer, uh,
0: you know, I could tell the people honestly
1: that um,
0: you were one of my top highlights for concerts. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, for, for this year... Yeah. I've got I've got about five that stick in my mind, and uh <laughs> Montreal Club Soda up there. You, yeah. you just you just tore that roof apart, and uh, you know you, you you've been touring across this uh, whole country. Some nice festivals and uh, a lot of people talking about you.
1: Yeah, man, I'm trying to get the buzz. You know, spread it around the country, man, and, and also in Canada. You know, we just played up in Montreal and did the Montreal Jazz Fest. And then uh I went back up there to do the Ottawa in um in Ottawa to do the Ottawa Blues Fest there and got good response. So, you know, just trying to spread spread the buzz, man, and, and get out here, and make some noise and, and you know, continue to build the fan base and, and uh keep the music alive, you know. Well when I saw
0: you in Montreal you you did two shows that night, one yeah. on the uh, the outdoor stage and uh you know, I wasn't that there for that one but my friend said it was a great show yeah and then you uh went over a few blocks to the indoor uh club soda how was how it uh
1: how do you like playing two shows like that it was fun man uh-huh. i mean the cl- the crowd made it you know a lot fun you know a lot of fun and 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 that makes a big difference you know when you got two shows you know we did two long shows too it was like you know a 45 minute set and then another 45 minute set it was like you know Seventy-five or ninety-minute show, 275, 90 seventy-five ninety-minute shows. You know, right. and uh, you know it could be, you know, a little a little tiring. <laughs> you know, you've, you've given off all that energy, but uh, they they were giving it back to us, man. So it just made it a lot more easier and fun. You know.
0: So, do you got to reserve any energy from that first show to make it through the night, or just go on? No, on then the
1: I go for it. Uh huh. <laughs> I just give it all I got on every show. Right. I try not to do that. You know and uh just give it all i got i, I feed off the people mm-hmm. you know and the crowd was you know really into it man a lot of them from the first show came to see the second show wanted to see it again so that was the cool part about that too
0: yeah that second show i mean indoors and you know i i said when you went through that crowd and just playing that solo man that that was like that was the goosebumps yeah yeah now now you, It seems like that's a big part of your repertoire towards the end, going, striding through the crowd and and playing that solo. Yeah. Um, Where did you come up with that idea?
1: Well, you know, touring with my dad, man. I've seen my dad do it many years. I've seen, you know, Buddy Guy do it for many years. And and several, you know, several Albert Collins. Albert Collins used to go out with a chord, you Mm -hmm. know, a long chord. And, you know, it's just a a, a little thing that people have been doing for years, man. And, you know, and I. I I enjoy doing it, so I figure I do it too, you know. And and it, it gives you a little a sense of uh, you know, intimacy with the crowd, you know, make them feel, you know, you like you're part of them when you jump out there with them and shake hands and you know get them going, you know.
0: Any, any crazy stories by doing that? Any any mishaps?
1: Well, I was just up in uh, what was that? I had, uh I did a festival in in uh, what was it? Albany? It happened in Albany. Oh, you you had the state troopers lead you out there, right? Yeah, I had the state troopers out there, man, and there was a fight out there before I went out. Oh, okay. And uh, it was a guy, you know, I noticed it, you know, while I was playing, I was seeing the guy out there, and it was a little scuffle, and he was trying to, you know, seize it a little bit, and and, uh, when I went out there, you know, not knowing, I walked right to the guy, and the guy kind of, he kind of like cooled out a little bit you know at first he was all excited and mad you know and then he saw me and he relaxed like oh i am here to have fun you know right <laughs> and he cooled out a little bit and then you know I went out further you know i didn't realize i walked right up to the same guy that was out there fighting though
0: <laughs> yeah because the uh troopers came out there pretty early into the yeah. set so
1: yeah so i guess it kind of calmed him down a little bit and you know reminded him he was there to have a good time not to be out there fighting you know but you know stories like that, man. You run into you know people, and they you see the the shock on their face. You know, why is he out here? Wow, I can't believe you know. And they don't you know realize that you you know you're human too. You know, right, right. So that that's pretty cool part of it. You know, you know just the intimacy of the crowd. You know, getting a vibe with them. You know, you know about walking out there with them. And one of the. Uh
0: the things that really makes your your stage show, beside besides your great playing, is uh, the tight band you got going with you. You've been working with uh, for the last year or so, right? Yeah. Got oh, some good guys, man. So uh, you got you got the brother on the keyboards, really
1: giving it his all there. Yeah. yeah. Doug Coots on keyboards. Uh huh. I got uh, um, Big Jackson on bass guitar. hmm. And Mo Taylor, we call him Mo. Mo Taylor on drums. On drums, right? Yeah. And it's just a four piece, you know, hit man, and we just trying to you know keep the blues alive put a little funk in it a little rock in it you know update it a little bit and then we also take them home you know with the old the old style blues you know so yeah, I'm i'm enjoying playing with these guys you know and you got your role. family invo- you know family environment and and you know we all try to stay on the same page and you know touch the people that's the main thing
0: and you got your road crew always looking out for the pretty ladies to bring
1: yeah. up there for that for that dancing, right? Yeah, I got yeah. She uh-huh. she out selling the merchandise. For right. Me. Her and a young lady named Lee. Mm-hmm. She's with me also. And then uh, my my driver is like my my big brother, man. Yeah. He takes care of me real good. His name is Rico.
0: Yeah, he he looks like he's having as much fun as you on stage. Yeah, Yeah. Man.
1: yeah. <laughs> Even Rico. at the... Yeah. A lot of people think we really true, you know, family, you know, because right. looks like someone in our that could be in our family and vice versa, you know. But uh, we just met, and uh, he's been a fan of the music. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not one person that I named from his generation that he never saw live, man. He's seen them all, right? He's seen everybody. Mm-hmm. Hendrix. I mean, from Hendrix to Sly Stone to, I mean, it was wild, man. Miles Davis, uh, Parliament, I mean, everybody, man.
0: Yeah, he's been there. Yeah, he's, so he's yeah. got a,
1: a strong, strong history of, uh, of music, and I'm just glad he's a part of, you know, the family with me, man.
0: And you've seen
1: your share of the world and also
0: been on stage with some of the top players ever in musical history. So people listen today they can go to um, ronniebakerbrooks.com yeah. and uh he's got pictures up there with Stevie Ray Vaughan, Buddy Guy and Jellybean Johnson and his and his dad uh Lonnie Brooks and uh you know you're just a great musician. So uh folks gold diggers out there. Yeah. Available
1: yeah, and he's got a new one. I which got a new one coming out. Me and Jelly Bean worked on, man. Yeah, Jelly Bean has been in my part of my family too, man. He's been, you know, just right there for me, man, helping me, you know, on this mission. You know, he's been real supportive, and, and I got him on a couple of tracks helping me out too. And we, we look at the name of the CD is called "Take Me With You." Take and me we're with you. We to put it out real soon and real soon. So, so
0: you and Jelly Bean went down you went down south to record right
1: yeah, well, yeah actually we did some up in um minneapolis and then i finished it up in memphis and, right and uh we we both proud of it and i'm just proud to be a part of something you know with jellybean
0: yeah you guys got a really nice chemistry you know on record and, and plus you guys are brothers so yeah yeah it, it's,
1: it you it's know getting tighter and tighter man you know as the days and years go passing by you know because uh uh, I, I never really, you know, I just lost my best friend, you know, and, and he died of a heart attack at a young age. Right, like 36 or so, right? Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it was kind of rough on me. I was there while I was doing the record. It was kind of rough on me, man. And uh, Jelly Bean was just right there, man. And um, he's been in my corner ever since, you know, even before that, you know, and uh, so after that happened, it just seemed like we just became a little more closer you know and, and uh you know god do things for a reason i know you know he don't make mistakes so mm-hmm. I, you know i miss my friend but you know i also got even closer with Jelly Bean. you know so and i know you guys
0: all, always enjoy being on stage together and yeah, whether whether man. up in minnesota
1: or uh, chicago in chicago so, wherever yeah. he <laughs> he just was down here about a week and a half ago you know, jamming with me, man. <laughs> oh, where where'd you guys play at Bugsy's? We played at a, a race, uh Indy Car Race here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Target. Okay. The Target Indy Car Race. We played there. We did a, a concert there and then we played this place called Frankie Blue Room in Naperville, Illinois. Okay. And then uh just did those two gigs and he hung out for like a weekend and went back home. And went back on the road with the time, and I think they're out now on the road and somewhere they, out I think there. They're coming your way pretty soon. Yeah, I
0: think uh, August twentieth in Brooklyn. So. Yeah. But uh, you're coming this way. Yeah. Um, you're gonna after uh, Wednesday. You're gonna be over in uh, Kent, Connecticut. Beautiful, right. beautiful part out there. Yeah. And um, you, you're doing something real nice. You're playing a camp for uh, young children with disabilities,
1: right? Yeah. Man. Right? stuff. A guy saw me. I played in New York yeah. earlier this year. And uh, you know he really enjoyed the show, and he called me, and, and we discussed it. You know that they put on a festival for the you know people with disabilities, and would and, uh, I be interested? And he said that it's not like just you know they have disabilities, they but they love music.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: love, they're very enthused about music. And I said, you know, hey, if they're into the if they're into the music, let's do it. You know, and then uh, we hooked it up. And I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. You know, just playing, I like touching people, man. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, anyone that's into the music and, you know, not just blues, but if you just appreciate music, you know, I, I love to play to those kind of people.
0: You know. Yeah, the place, actually, Ken, Connecticut is really peaceful. They got, you know, it's kind of out in the woods, but, you know, yeah. if I'm,
1: I'm sure you'll have a nice time out there. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Then we go up to... Uh, Springfield, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. and uh, we do a club there and called Theodore's. Okay, How, how'd you uh, get hooked up with that? My agents they they book the stuff and call me and let me know if you know if I'm interested or not, and, and we book it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you love the stage; you can tell definitely on stage.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel blessed, man. Yeah, to do what I love to do. It's a lot of people. You know, doing jobs that they don't like. man. <laughs> and I love my job. You know, I try to give people a release of all their worries and pressures for, you know, a couple of hours during my show or whatever. Let them forget about whatever they're going through, you know, and come out and have a good time. And, you know, just give them a break in their day, you know. And And I feel very blessed to be able to do that because it makes me feel good. It gives me a break. <laughs> also, that's know, true. Yeah. And I'm watching people have a good time. And, and uh, you know, that's I love my job. So, uh, you know, folks, don't
0: take our words for it. Uh, you can go out and support uh, Ronnie Baker Brooks. He's got some shows here on the East Coast here. He's playing in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania this Wednesday. Uh, big festival out there, a nine-day festival. And also in Connecticut. I don't know if that's open for the public, but uh, they, I'm sure they can go to Sprout Stock on the Internet and find out. And then uh, the following night, you'll be up in Springfield, Mass. Actually, that's only an hour from here. And um, you'll be playing at Theodore's, right? Right. Yeah. And right now, how about we get into a cut? You mentioned Jellybean Johnson, our mutual friend here. And uh, you, you give it up and let Jellybean tear it up on this one. Must have been bought. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of the, you do this live, too.
1: Well, we we don't do this live as much as we used to okay. anymore. But uh, yeah, we used to do it. We, we're trying to focus more on the new material that's coming out, you know. Okay. So, but been ball is always fun, you know.
0: So we're gonna listen to that. It's a it's a rocker, kind of <laughs> yeah. kind of like the, uh, that science fiction feel, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll listen to it right now from Ronnie Baker Brooks, and you can go to his website and, and order the record on Watchdog Records. And then we're going to come back and talk about this new album, which we're really excited. We're going to uh, let Ronnie tell how he put it down in the studio. And also, we we'll, we got more things to talk about. This Hello. is Ronnie Baker Brooks featuring Jellybean Johnson and uh, Must Have Been Bought. Definitely play Ronnie Baker Brooks on his CD called Gold Digger along with his friend and producer and collaborative partner, Mr. Jellybean Johnson, must have been bought. And Ronnie is still with us here on The Upper Room with Joe Kelly. Thanks for taking time out before you, uh, you head out on the road, right? Thanks for having me. Yeah. So so you had rehearsal last night. Yeah. And, and you, you're really excited about this new CD, which is going to come out hopefully soon. Um, how many of the new tracks you work into a live show if you get to do a you whole
1: know, we were talking about that in rehearsal last night man and and i realized we're doing about 10 of them now wow and i got 15 on a cd mm-hmm. so i didn't realize we were doing that many it's like man it's time to get that cd out <laughs> yeah, that's right <laughs> because a lot of the songs people starting to get used to yeah here and it's not you know available on, on cd so but uh that that's just going to make me have to speed up to do a new one you know <laughs> but one
0: one you know we always get to talk before your show and, and you are really kind to invite me and my wife backstage and enjoy yeah. hanging with you um one of the things one of the conversations we had uh was about we were talking about prince and you know he's got a t- catalog of hits but you were saying you know it's it's tough for some some musicians they go out there and they don't have the hits and they got to work extra hard to to get people to to get into the new music right yeah um, yeah. But the crowd's digging your music. the, yeah, the,
1: the new stuff. I've been blessed, man. To, you know, you know, just to be able to have the talent to put songs together. First of all, and and, and you know, people to dig them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's the greatest reward for an artist. Is just, you know, put a song together from scratch and 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 you know, build it to this song, and then people feel exactly what you feel when you was writing it. You know, and. and uh I've been pretty cool with that, you know, and uh, just trying to keep doing that, you know. It's always a challenge, you know. you know, With Prince, you know, he have all the hits and all that. It's a challenge for him because now he's got to play, he got too many songs to play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you don't play one song, a lot of people are going to be upset. Right. You know, so he's got to really do his homework to find out, you know, what songs are being played in this area or whatever, you know, and, and to find out exactly, you know, what songs to play for that that gig you know whereas with me i'm like they don't know who the hell i am anyway <laughs> so i just gotta i got a chance to play what i want but i got to really touch them where they won't forget me you know right so it's a challenge on both sides of it man
0: and you had uh, the opportunity you went up there to hang out with jellybean and and you went over to the prince of celebration at paisley park what what was it like going out to paisley park and just being in the presence of all those great musicians.
1: Oh, man, it was so much fun, man. I, I never dreamed of, you know, hanging out with these these cats. You know, I remember seeing Purple Rain at the drive-in as a kid, man. And I was in awe, you right. know. And I never thought I'd be hanging out with Prince and, you know, Jelly Bean, Morris Day, and, and Terry Lewis, and Eric Abadu, Common, uh, George Clinton, and... Uh, who else was macy l parker was there uh, it was just so many talented musicians and you know at paisley man and uh i just i was in awe man just you know i tried to be cool and you know collected because i didn't uh-huh. want nobody to kick me out or nothing <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> who the hell is this guy <laughs>
0: right right security
1: all real cool to me man and, and you know the real cool uh warm you know celebration man and uh i was just glad to be there i've never been in paisley before mm-hmm. and uh they took us to the studio and we end up in the studio from like two in the morning after erica badu played to like six o'clock in the morning man wow just hanging out that we were supposed to be tracking and we ended up talking you know for, for those four hours it was fun though and
0: that—that's almost as nice as as the actual plane, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, because you know you get to talk and you know vibe off each other, and uh, you know these 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 are giants, man,
0: right? You know, and and it helps
1: me, you know, because I've never been around that kind of stuff and and uh, these kind of people. So just to get a vibe on what are where their heads at, and you know, I can apply it to what I'm doing, you know. But I think you definitely
0: we need to give you
1: credit that they they know who Ronnie Baker
0: Brooks is and and <laughs> I'm sure they're really appreciative of uh, you know what you're coming with.
1: Yeah, well you know what I think, man. To be honest, man, all musicians love music, mm-hmm. and if you have a sense of that's what we have in common. I don't care how big you are or how small you are, you know, name wise. You know, if you know, we all have the same passion, and that's music, man, and. Mm-hmm. A lot of brothers can feel that. You know what I'm saying? They can feel that passion. Once you start talking about the music or talking about, you know, things, they can feel that passion. And, you know, it's just a click that you feel amongst each other, man. And, and it's like a family thing, you know. A lot of people get caught up in them egos and stuff. But if you catch them behind the scenes, man, or whatever, and start talking to them about music, you, they'll feel that passion and you'll feel the passion coming from now, Right. You know? and, and then, they, you know, you realize that you're just a part of the music family, you know, that'll make you no bigger than him or no better, you know, but it is a blessing to be in, you know, the, a presence of someone like Prince, you know, I, I look at him like Jimi Hendrix, man, you know, the guy that did so much, you know, that changed music, yeah. you know, and just to be in the presence of him and talk with him, and, you know, it helps, you know, to boost your confidence in what you're doing. And, and he sold a ton of records, but still,
0: he's he's got as much passion for the music today as when he when he was oh, selling. Man. He's, he's serious
1: about what he does, man. right? And he has a, um, a a long, you know, he loves so much different types of music. He he jammed with my father, man, back in nineteen, probably about nineteen seventy eight or so. Oh, okay. Right before he blew up real big, seventy seven, something like that and um he chanted with my father back in uh Minneapolis man at a place uh a place called the Union Bar okay and uh yeah you know he he likes all kind of styles of music not just you know what he's doing pop stuff and rock and but he liked the blues too you know he plays the blues yeah he, he can play it he's got a
0: great song called the ride that you
1: know he turns yeah. out the blues on there
0: yeah yeah, you sure. know, you know it'd be really nice. I'm thinking about it next June. Ronnie Baker Brooks at the celebration playing. <laughs> so, so don't don't book that schedule thorough for for June. You know, leave it open. That'd be cool, man. Yeah, yeah Happy game
1: for that. You know? yeah.
0: <laughs> you, yeah, you get the Minneapolis posse to drop a few few hints and everything, and yeah,
1: yeah. yeah if anybody could do a jolly bean, and yeah. put it together. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, turn a few heads with that, boy. yeah, yeah. I always enjoy playing with Jelly Bean, man. On that song, must have been bought, man. It was, it was so much fun, you know, giving me a break, you know, and and I get to sit on the other side of the, you know, of the booth, right. <laughs> and, I, and I like how you intro Jelly Bean, yeah, yeah. But we got him on this this new one, man. I got him on a new one called "Bring Back the Love." Uh huh. Oh, he's playing guitar as well, he's right? Playing, yeah, yeah, he's playing a wicked solo on that one too, man. Uh huh and uh it's it's more of the rock you know rock vibe and uh we, we you know making a statement let's bring back the love and stop all this hate you right know? and i'm looking forward to bringing that one out and doing that one live too so With so
0: f- you got 15 songs on on the new collection and, and what's the title again Take Me With Ya. Take Me With Ya. And uh, you, you've already broken out numerous songs live. I know you got a really nice slow song on there, right? Yeah. Uh, you do that live. What's What's that one called?
1: See You Hurt No More. Okay. You know, I dedicate kay. that one to the women, man, because yeah. a lot of women have been hurt. And, right. And uh, I'm, I'm letting them know, you know, can't give up on love, you know, and, and uh, I'm here. You know, right. That's right. To see you you know, hurt no more. hmm And I always get a good uh, response from that. You know, know, just trying to bring back the love,
0: man. So take me with you. And uh, we hope, I know people uh, love uh, meeting you after the shows. You know, one of the things Ronnie Baker Brooks does after every show is uh, meet and greet the fans and sign autographs, the CDs, programs, whatever. You know, you like to get out there, right? Yeah,
1: it's cool, man. Uh Uh-huh. Because, you know, it reminds me of me, man. You're right. I mean, I used to, my dad used to take me to concerts. I'd go see, you know, Muddy Waters or whoever, you know, and Johnny Winters. And, you know, and I, I used to go ask for an autograph or whatever. And, you know, and that's that. I mean, you know, I, I get so excited, you know, when I was a kid for that. And so I remember that, you know, and hopefully, you know, people dig the show enough to come you know ask me for an autograph i'm i'm feel honored enough to do it you know uh, sometimes they have me out there for man an hour and a half signing cds man yeah um, or and, whatever you know t-shirts right. and, you know and uh, i just feel you know that's my connection with the people you know
0: and then a lot of times especially during the summer the, the festivals are free for people so bring some extra scratch and and go uh pick up uh, gold digger or, or the t-shirts over at uh, the concession stand with yeah. Ronnie's crew and you know you, that that affords you to be able to to go out on tour and and also put the money back into the record so yeah, yeah.
1: it helps me get the record out
0: <laughs> especially independent artists you know we're, yeah yeah we we're, were talking the other day about uh the record business and yeah the struggles and ups and downs but uh you know you know as an independent artist releasing gold digger um well, what's been the best thing that uh, has, has come about as you being an independent artist? I think the
1: fans, man. Mm-hmm. You know, back to that. I, I truly believe that that they're sincere about their um, support. You know, it's not like a flash in the pan thing. You know, it's not like, a, you know, you famous today, gone tomorrow. I think they're sincere because, you know, my stuff is not really heard on the major radio stations and, and not on MTV and, you know, on uh, VH1 or BET or none of those, you know, things. And, and the people that see me really are sincere, you know, and uh, they're very supportive, you know. And I think that's the coolest part about that, you know. Of course, I would enjoy playing to many people as possible, uh-huh. you know. And, and uh, But, you know, the the cool part about, you know, being independent, you know with gold digger was you know the, the fans man you know the people that supported us they were they were true and uh they they proven that to me you know because all of them everywhere i go now I'm waiting on this new cd right <laughs> i get asked man probably 50 to 100 times a night when is the new right. cd coming out so that that makes me feel you know real good that the people really are sincere about what i'm doing yeah and i'm sure sure when it comes out and then
0: you know People, you've been uh, incorporating so much of the new material. People are gonna be re- be ready for it already. So, yeah. and um, take me with you. Hopefully, uh, by the end of the year. And uh, oh, I wanted to ask you something off of gold digger about the uh, some of the lyrics you wrote in there, uh-huh. specifically uh, about uh, I believe it's in "Make the- These Blues Survive" about uh, Chicago uh-huh. and and the North Side. And right. you know, your people don't don't want to hear it or don't want to play it. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, what I was trying to break it down and in, 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 uh, make these blues survive is all the uh, everything about the blues, you know. Um, and what I was saying is, you know, I've learned from the masters,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, I've learned from, you know, B.B. King, Luther Allison, Buddy Guy, Junior Wells. And my dad, you know, my dad taught me everything about what I'm doing basically today. And uh I learned directly from these cats, John Lee Hooker, you know, and sat down and talk with them. and, and uh and all of them you he said, Hey man, it's gonna be up to you to keep this, this music alive, you know, so don't don't front, be serious about it, you right. know. Right. And I was trying to incorporate that, you know, those those uh issues into the song, you know, and also the black and white, you know, mm-hmm. where right. you know, the the white uh, fans are are supporting it and they're enthused about it, whereas the black fans are not. You know, they, I, you know, I have have a sense of been there and done that, but it's all, you know, on, on me, well, I ain't going to say it's on just me, but it's on all of us to keep the music alive, you know, not just white people. Yeah. I had you know? the discussion with, uh, there's a lady who does a show right before me, who's,
0: who's a black woman. She, she has a blues show right before me. And I was talking about the, the makeup of the blues concerts, I would say, 80% white these days. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's just sad that, you know, I had the same experience in New York, the most diverse city I've seen around. Maceo Parker's concert was primarily white, and I, I felt bad. Like, where, you know, where did his support, original support, go? Yeah. But, uh, you're doing your best to keep it, keep it alive.
1: Yeah, you know, because, I mean, you know, music is, it don't have any color, man. Right. Music is music, and, and I try to play things that touch your soul. Mm-hmm. If, I don't care if you're young, old, black, white, you know, whatever. It don't matter, you know. And I just try to touch people's souls, and and uh, that that was what I was, you know, it was my give back type to song. In you know, to the to the to the music, blues music. was you know, I wrote that song to say, hey, I'm not, I'm here, and I'm determined. I'm not gonna let it die. Right, you know, wake up. <laughs> you know, and, and it, you know it's all and, good. It ain't out, you know, right? Just you know, for once, sort of people. You know, we all as people. You know, let's enjoy this. And, and uh, I get a good response from that too. You know, and, yeah. And uh, sometimes people don't want to hear those kind of issues, man. You know.
0: No, when I when I hear lyrics like that, I'm I'm like, wow, that
1: that that needs to be there. So yeah, yeah I was happy. You know, you yeah. you, you put pre- place here in Chicago that I go during uh like probably sunday and monday and a friend of mine jw williams played there on sunday and uh billy branch harmonica mm-hmm. player he plays there on mondays and uh it's an all black club you know and um uh, i go down there you know just to get a vibe on you know what's happening right you know with the black audience because you know they don't come see me that much mm-hmm. you know i get a few but not you know like you said predominantly it's all white and that's that's great. I you know, I'm not into that, you know, I'm glad someone loves what I'm doing. Right. You know, and I don't care what color they are, but you know, my background from growing up, when I used to go see my dad, it was all black people. Right. You know, listening to the blues and it and, and it's changed. You know, and, and I'm trying to keep that alive, you know, within the black community also.
0: And uh you've gotta be optimistic. We we know people are gonna come back to the party, so
1: well yeah. yeah yeah i'm just glad the party's still going yeah, on that's right <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah
0: you definitely
1: know, and uh let's let's just keep it growing and and you know keep it hot you know don't let it die down man right so we should uh
0: thank uh our special guest always welcome to come to the the upper room with joe kelly and we're, we're moving in new studios in september i told you if, yes. you if you're east hey i'll pick you up you come right to the studio you'd be all set i'm looking forward to that man and um let's see we'll give people the itinerary because uh they can listen and uh they're listening all around you know through the internet they can go to see you in uh bethlehem pennsylvania this wednesday yeah um showtime is about what
1: time i start at seven o'clock okay uh it's called the bethlehem music fest right and uh yeah and then uh, we go friday we're playing in connecticut sprout stock sprout stock and then uh and then saturday about well i think we start about seven thirty there okay and um well, 7 eight thirty. we started eight thirty there and then we played the theater, theaters saturday and uh springfield massachusetts and we we'll probably start about nine thirty there so
0: and then it's back to chicago
1: Yeah, they then back home and yep and I'll get to finish up this record and get it out, hopefully like September, man. I'm hoping so that that's i kind of, I'd really say this fall be technically right right
0: <laughs> so so people listen now to the Uproom, room Ronnie Baker Brooks should be back here in a couple months and um take me with ya. produced by jelly Bean Johnson, fifteen songs, and you're already doing plenty of them live, so you know continued uh, success and continue the hard work and and we're going to represent and support you on anything you have your hands on.
1: Thank you, Joe, man. Thanks for having me on the show, man, and and doing your part of uh keeping the blues alive and and the music alive, man. And uh I appreciate it, man, and, and tell your wife I said hello and hopefully you guys can come out and see me this weekend. Oh, yeah, we definitely plan on that. So yeah.
0: we'll, we'll go out with uh something you did with your your father, Lonnie Brooks, make these blues survive. All right? All right. Thanks, Ronnie. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye.